Good morning, good evening, wherever you are across the world and the universe. Welcome to Quantum Living, a mysterious dimension at the intersection of science and spirituality. I'm your host, Anna Anderson. It is my intention for the show to inform, inspire, entertain and empower you with the high frequencies of love, peace and truth, lifting the veil of other dimensions, other realms and realities, to enrich your understanding of who you really are and make the unknown a part of your life. So please join me on this fascinating journey into the realm of energy healing, psychic phenomena and spiritual wisdom connecting with you at the deepest levels. As always, please take from the show only what resonates with you and discard the rest or put it aside for later. Okay, let's begin. Hello and welcome to Quantum Living, a magical space where science meets spirituality and anything can happen. As I said in my introduction to season two of my podcast, which you can listen in the trailer, I now want to focus on inviting guests who are expert practitioners in energy healing modalities, psychic phenomena and spiritual teachings. Today I am delighted to have on my show a special guest, a UK-born who now lives in Copenhagen, Denmark, whose knowledge and expertise in energy healing spans a number of fascinating areas which we'll be talking about today. So, fasten your seatbelts and come along with me for the ride into the realm of energy medicine, the ayahuasca experience in the Amazon jungle, the emotion code, the law of reflection, and so much more. My special guest is Nicola Burnett. Nicola is the emotion code and Eden Energy Medicine certified practitioner and strategic intervention coach certified by Tony Robbins. She participated in over 80 ayahuasca and other plant medicine ceremonies. To be honest, she's got so many qualifications and training under her belt that I can't quote them all here, but you will be able to see them all on her website. Nicola spent a decade bridging the knowledge and understanding of conventional medical care with alternative medicine. She is an energy intuitive and empowers people by showing them how to tap into the life force, which, in her own words, is the currency of happiness. And now she joins me from Copenhagen. Hello, Nicola. Welcome to Quantum Living. How are you? Hi, Anna. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so delighted we're connected. So really looking forward to chatting to you and diving deep into the world of energy medicine. Yes, me too. I can't wait. We had a lovely chat before the recording and, and it was absolutely amazing in terms of your experiences. And wow, what a bio. <laughs> you certainly had a full-on life with fascinating experiences. So to begin with, please tell us about your life's journey. How did you find yourself and your way to this healing and spiritual path? Yeah, that's a great question, Anna. Thank you. So firstly, I would say, although I describe myself now as an energy intuitive, thinking back to where I was many years ago, 
I would not in any way classify myself as that. I was completely cut off to any form of energy senses. And I do think that everyone is born with the ability to be intuitive. We are naturally intuitive, but it's not developed in us. So for many years throughout my education, intellect was king. Education was king in a formal sense of the word. And it really wasn't until I hit a personal crisis when I was in my late 20s coming up to my 30th birthday that I really knew I needed to look for solutions outside of the box. I knew I needed help physically, emotionally, mentally. I was suffering from insomnia. I know I was stuck in a pattern of um, emotions that hadn't been processed. I needed to deal with trauma from when I was a child. And also, I had a lot of repetitive negative thought patterns. Now, of course, when you saw me on the outside, I looked like a pretty sunny, practical, high functioning individual. But underlying that was the baseline energetically, I now know, of high functioning anxiety, a tendency for depression, and really ultimately mental and emotional chaos and disorganization, which also showed up in insomnia. My nervous system was loaded. And um, as I said, yeah, disorganization that showed up as an autoimmune condition. So it was out of that crisis. It was the death of my father, which it wasn't the dying that was the problem. It was reconciling the living that enabled me to look for a different solution and that solution was diving into energy healing it wasn't a place that I could talk my way out of so Mm. to answer your question it was a crisis it was a crisis on all levels of my being and at that time I was completely cut off from any spiritual connection Um, Mm -hmm. I was an atheist I suppose I just had had nothing of that in my life and of course we know that is the richness of life so that's what my first stop was the Amazon jungle I read an article in a National Geographic magazine about shamanism in the Peruvian Amazon and it was over a Christmas um, back in 2010 and then going into the beginning of 2011 and it was like so strongly I didn't know at the time that's intuition. It was like, I read that article. It was like, that's what I need to do. So I booked a flight on my own to Peru, to Lima, and then a smaller flight to a landlocked jungle town in the middle of the Amazon. And that's where I started my journey with um, plant medicine and with the plant medicine that they call the vine of the soul and the rope of death, also known as ayahuasca. So that was the start. Wow. So could you tell us about that experience itself, the ayahuasca experience? Because many people have heard about it. I guess some people have experienced it, but it still remains a a bit of a mystery experience and mystery uh, event. So could you tell us, could you lift the veil a little bit (laughs) 
and tell us as much as you can about your own experience and how was that experience, which is a physical because you, you drink the, the potion, how did it translate and how does it translate into a spiritual experience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, great question, Anna. Thank you. So I would say that I remember when I first arrived, the first place, the first camp, I decided that I was going to go to experience this. And I remember sitting um, in the kind of the um, dining hut and thinking, I have no idea how to conceive in my mind or my imagination what this is going to be like. So I totally understand how alien it can feel to imagine what the experience of a, a ceremony using ayahuasca is like. And what I will say is, it's not a magic bullet. It's not that you do one or two ceremonies and it completely transforms everything. But you can, you do have a transformative experience from just one or two ceremonies, but it is the start of a journey where depending on the place that you're coming from, ultimately, it means you are going to have to radically shift your life in the external world. So it might mean you have to quit your job, or um, look at aspects that are dysfunctional in, in your life, it is a catalyst for change. But how, how does it work? So I would say the best way to look at it is, it goes deep into your psyche. It basically goes to the depths of your shadow. Shadow is the word that we would call the unacknowledged parts of yourself. So where I previously had been stuck in my head, completely stuck in my head and my thoughts, coming from that place, I didn't know there was anything else to me than my thoughts. Mm. I thought that was 100% of my experience, stuck in my head. But what was happening, and I used to often say, oh, I'm emotionally lobotomized. You know, I'm just like, (laughs) everything's fine. Uh, Everything's fine. uh, So ayahuasca takes you deep into the emotions stored in your body. It takes you deep into a way to bring those to show you either in a visual way, it will show you a vision, but it is more about bringing out of you the vibration of emotions that are suppressed. And maybe you will see that in a visual way. The other thing ayahuasca is really good at doing is dropping you into the perspective of someone else. So for example, I had a really challenging relationship with my dad. Um, It was not the most functional environment growing up, although there were lots of really incredible aspects of my childhood. It's not all bad, but there was some extreme incidents Mm -hmm. um, with him and my mum. And so it helped you drop into the perspective of someone who perhaps previously you really find difficult to let go of judgment and call in the energy of forgiveness because Mm. it helps you have understanding that everyone, no matter what, is doing the best that they can. So it drops you into their perspective. You literally go into the perspective, the feeling, the knowing of what that person is going through. Mm. And that helps you dissolve judgment and open to the energy of forgiveness. And then 
it acts on you in a very physical way. If we remember that energy is all there is Mm -hmm. at the physical, emotional, and mental levels of your being, it actually helps you throw up energetic blockages. So when the shaman, you're in pitch black in the ceremony hut, when the shaman is sat in front of you singing, they sing songs called Icaros Mm -hmm. that move energy, that move the vibration in, in your body, They will help release emotions from your body, your subconscious, your psyche held in your physical and emotional planes of existence. And you actually physically purge, you physically throw that up, not all the time, but a lot, or you may cry or laugh. And you can also experience bliss and joy. So it is this full spectrum of our capacity as human beings within our emotional realm that is what it helps you experience and to ultimately be liberated from anything that you have suppressed or denied to come to a greater wholeness and it is a magical consciousness an absolutely magical consciousness but it is not for everyone at all I would say the medicine is for everyone, but everyone is not for the medicine. And there are many roads to Rome that will get you to transcendence and healing. So it's not something I would say is for everyone. And it is not a magic bullet. Mm. And you've done it a number of times, not just once. Yeah, absolutely. Over the course of six years, I was still working in corporate London, but I was good at my job. So I had flexibility to go out to the Amazon two or three times a year. And over the course of six years and um, in Europe as well. So over the past 10 years, I would say I've done about 80 plant medicine ceremonies, most of those being ayahuasca, some being other plants of the Amazon master plants that we diet, um, that bring different aspects of consciousness and information into your being. Learn more about quantum living, a cutting-edge approach to self-empowerment and emotional freedom at the intersection of science and spirituality. It is the master key to understanding how life works and gives you many tools and strategies to change your life experience. Whether dealing with emotional addictions, relationship issues, self-sabotage, blocking the progress and achievements in your life, or any other challenge, quantum living is the space you want to be in. My quantum living coaching program is as psychological, spiritual and esoteric as it is educational and practical. In the advanced stage of the program, I will take you on a quantum journey in a deep theta state, which is an amazing and profound experience. To book your free diagnostic session, visit quantumliving.com.au today. You'll be glad you did. Wow, fascinating and amazing, and I'm just loving it. So overall, how did that full and complete experience with ayahuasca back then, how did it impact on your life? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say... From the age of 17 to 30, I was definitely drinking a lot. I also, um, I definitely also took quite a lot of drugs recreationally. 
um, at a quite an extreme level. So doing uh, this process with ayahuasca, it rewired my neural pathways and it made it possible for me to not drink alcohol, not take recreational drugs recreationally. And it also connected me to my spirituality. I was part of a year-long study with the um, Institute for Ethnobotanical Research, which is affiliated with John Hopkins Medical University in America. And really the outcome of that was delving into how does this transform your life? And the findings from that really display that it helps people connect to a higher purpose and their spirituality and that gives them sustenance to be able to be okay with anything that may have happened in their life and move forward in a way that gives them inner wisdom and power. So how come you're saying that it is not for everyone? What's the disconnect here? So I think it's really important to say that Do you feel drawn to this kind of medicine or do you just think it would be a good idea because you've heard about it? Okay. Often when we're drawn to these things, it is a calling that really is drawing you to this. There is something in you which knows this is the right thing to do. So at an intuitive level, but then also at a biochemical level. Um, it's really important to know that certain aspects of mental issues do not go well with this particular type of vine ayahuasca. So anything like OCD, schizophrenia, Mm -hmm. it's really important to know. And this is also so important. Who are you choosing if you decide to explore this? Who are you going to be opening yourself up to? in a very vulnerable way. And it's so important to know who's holding the space. Are they going to be doing that effectively? Because this is working at levels of energy in your psyche that you may not be plugged into. And where did they get the ayahuasca from? This is why the authenticity and the lineage of where you choose to do this is so important because otherwise it could crack you open in a way that is Yeah, it's got to be so careful. It should be respected. So potentially it could do more damage than good if it's not conducted properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got to be so careful um, how they sew you back together. What is the um, way they have integrated this geometry, this energy, this vibration in you after you have released So that's why I do think it's very important to choose carefully. Right. And I've had experiences where I didn't choose carefully and that in itself was a learning experience. So I'm totally grateful for that, but I know exactly what it's like when you choose well and when you don't choose well. And I was very lucky to have people to help me um, resolve that when it perhaps doesn't go so well. So you didn't do this experience with the same shaman every time you went back there? Uh, No. So I have been to different places. Um, Yeah. So I have 
come across different shamans along the way but there are places I now know that they are absolutely highly respected and that's who I would put my trust in. Fascinating. See, I am personally interested, well, very interested, in fact, because I am actually drawn to ayahuasca and I have it on my bucket list yes. <laughs> to, to do an ayahuasca experience mm-hmm. if I can, obviously, in, in this current pandemic climate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if and when and what the situation will be with travel but I am mm-hmm. and I have been drawn for quite a few years to do the ayahuasca experience. I don't know why, but yeah. Um, yeah, mm. well, there we are. That feels like a, a true calling in that way. Um, you know, this is your line of work, this spirituality, this energy. So yes. um, and now we're talking about it in depth. Again, it is um, resonating and coming into your field in a strong way. Yes, Anyway, I could be talking about it <laughs> all day, so we better move on to to other topics because there, we've got so much to talk about. But thank you for sharing; it's uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful experience, and uh, and a lot of important things to know about it. Now, Nicola, you are a certified Eden Energy Medicine practitioner. So, could you please tell us what it is? How did you train to become certified? And how do you apply this modality working with clients in your own practice? Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Anna. So Eden Energy Medicine, I feel as a energy training that gives you an insight into energy anatomy, the real nuts and bolts of your energy system, I feel it is the the echelon of energy training that you can do. And it was when I came to the end of my six years in the jungle, I started to want to explore it in a more practical way, explore energy in a more practical way that could give me an insight in how to support myself and also other people. So Eden Energy Medicine works with different energy systems in the body. So, for example, the meridians. um, I think we are probably familiar with those from Chinese acupuncture. Mm -hmm. Also, the chakras, Mm -hmm. those spirals or vortexes of energy that run along the midline of the body, the major chakras, and also there are minor chakras at different places. Those hold information. They hold the coding, the experience, the emotions of your life. Then we also have your aura. That's another energy system, the biofield that emanates from the depths of your being. It protects you. It also connects you. You are like an antenna, a receiver through your chakras and your aura. So that's another energy system. Then we have something like the electrics, which is the distinct electricity energy from your heart and the other electrical systems um, in your body it's like water it is an indivisible part of you but also has a distinct energetic quality Um, and yeah there's other energy systems but that's just an example of the four main ones and so Mm-hmm. Of course, we are a unified, indivisible field of energy. But when we start to go into categorize and give distinct qualities to these systems, it helps us track using kinesiology, which is a big part of Eden Energy Medicine, a way to muscle test, a way to assess the energy flow by using the responsiveness of different muscles in the body that is uh, happening with regards to meridians, chakras and aura for example. So as a diagnostic way of interacting with a client, helping balance your energies, 
Your energy is the patient. Your energy is the medicine. Um, so we always say we don't treat physical imbalances, but of course, mm-hmm. the physical plane of existence is energy. We track and um, balance the energies, and then that obviously um, opens and releases aspects in your physical in your physicality. So, Eden Energy Medicine I use with every single client that I see, and I see clients online worldwide. I can intuitively track their. Um, energy and that wasn't something that was available to me at the beginning of my energy journey that's something that has developed over time and I see clients in person one day a week in Copenhagen most of my clients are online so it's a three-year training Uh, you start with a foundations year you meet in person every three months so four times a year you spend four or five days in person and then you submit certain case studies same in year two and year three was supposed to be finished a year ago but I still have some final case studies to submit because of COVID that's actually been delayed so yeah um yeah it is a very intensive comprehensive training and it's uh yeah the incredible work of Donna Eden and her husband David Feinstein who's a clinical psychologist it really is the gold standard of energy training I feel Would you like to learn how to meditate in theta, the optimum frequency you can have in a meditative state? By popular demand, I have created an instructional theta meditation package containing a guided audio meditation and an introduction booklet. It is a unique, one-of-a-kind resource that will help you achieve and maintain the elusive theta state throughout your meditation and will give you the important background information about Theta Meditation and this process. For more details, please go to the store on my website at quantumliving.com.au. Could you give us some examples of your clients who have achieved particularly significant changes and good outcomes either at the physical level or emotional or spiritual level following this step of healing yeah absolutely well one springs to mind one of my in-person clients here in Copenhagen and um, I started working with him in April last year so we've been we worked with each other regularly in the beginning but he was diagnosed in the February or the March of 2020 with stage four liver and stomach cancer. And that is a diagnosis where the odds are incredibly slim. And so he underwent one round of chemotherapy. That was all. Um, Didn't go through any surgery. And it was through a testament to him, I have to say, and his mindset. And it was a collaborative Um, you know team effort but now I just saw him yesterday on Friday Um, about three months ago he had the results that his liver was all clear and yesterday he just let me know we hadn't actually seen each other for about six weeks we only see each other once every month or six weeks now that he'd had the all clear on the stomach wow so but I will say yeah this has been an incredible support to release emotions 
um, also with the emotion code and balances energies with Eden Energy Medicine. We have a specific cancer. We have specific cancer protocols that we work with. Mm -hmm. So that has been transformative. And it is a testament to him as well and the other things that he's doing with doing his regular energy exercises and energy homework to keep mm. things on board. He's been totally committed to um, wanting mm. to balance this. Absolutely. And I think that it is so important that we shift our thinking and understanding of health and healing from the physical level to the energy level because it makes such a huge difference you can heal at the physical level only so much obviously say if you break a leg god forbid <laughs> you need to have it set and 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 obviously it requires may require surgery so that's at the physical level but in terms of rebalancing how our body works in terms of the systems the the energy flow the functions of all the organs, etc. It is all energy. And the emotions, negative emotions stuck in our body, emotions that were not processed properly, traumatic emotions arising from traumatic situations in our lives get stuck in the body. And for us to understand that all we need to do or the best way we need to treat the illness or disease is from the inside, if you like, at the most subtle levels of intervention, which is energy. Donna Eden is the most significant pioneer in this field. Absolutely. Yeah, she is incredible. Mm. And I mean, I don't know whether this will happen in my lifetime, <laughs> but I do hope that as humanity, as, as human race, we will get at some point to this level of understanding, which was, by the way, the level of understanding back in Atlantis and Lemuria. Yes. With those highly evolved civilizations, they were healing with energy. They, they were doing everything with energy. So I do hope that we will get to this level of understanding that everything is energy and we will learn how to work with energy. But before we get to the techniques and the skills and the protocols and, and the process, the training and the knowledge, we need to have a shift in our mind, in our understanding, in our attitude. Yeah. It's such an important issue, especially now when everyone gets, well, not everyone, but many people come down with COVID and I have a bad feeling that there are other other uh, similar infectious diseases out there that will be testing us. Yeah, so it's how to keep our immune system strong energetically, yes. I totally agree, Anna, absolutely well said.
so one thing that I do and and hopefully many other people do in terms of this pandemic is I am focused on strengthening my immune system. Yeah, absolutely. And also, yeah, totally. Let's give an energy insight to this. So let's put on our energy glasses. Let's see you and I through the lens of energy. And if we do that, we know that your physical body is made of atoms. This is a coalescence of energy orbiting electrons around a nucleus, actually more space than matter. So that is the densest form of your energy surrounded by a biofield and also the spirals of your chakras contained within that biofield. If the um, structural integrity of your biofield is not in good shape, Um, And that could be because of a strong emotion that you're feeling, or it could be that we have not been managing specific patterns that our energy likes to have cohesion in. For example, creating crossovers in your energy is a really big one. Making sure there are figure of eight patterns in your biofield, and there's really simple ways to do that. So how does a pathogen, how does a virus get into your body? It must first penetrate the subtle and electromagnetic energy of your biofield. If, for example, you have a sen- you are energetically sensitive and you are in touch with man-made electronics all the time. So maybe you've sat on a laptop for 10 hours a day for seven days a week that man-made electromagnetic field will weaken the structural integrity of your aura. If you have a chronic or a long-term illness, the biofield that surrounds you will not have as good resilience. There are also certain points that can kind of pop a hole in your biofield if we suddenly get ungrounded, for example, or as I said, we feel a strong emotion. So bringing your mind to use your imagination to know, I have this subtle and electromagnetic energy biofield all around me that goes right into the depths of my body. What resilience does that need to have to ensure that I am absolutely protected from whatever is in the environment? And the quality of that biofield is at a frequency and a geometry that matches it with nourishing, nurturing energies. Where are you? And that can be really hard to know if you haven't like tuned into energy before, but there's really simple ways to build that resilience even if you can't see or feel energy it doesn't matter because that's where I was when I started my Eden energy Mm. medicine training I was like oh my god I don't even know (laughs) like what am I supposed to be doing this energy what um so for example I went back to London last week and I quarantined for the first five days and I did my test and release but then on the Saturday I went to a festival there was like a massive main stage. We were dancing around loads of people all in a massive crowd. I went on the tube loads of times. I went visiting loads of friends all in different parts of London, came back. I haven't got COVID. So do you know what I mean? That technically would be opening me up to lots of opportunities to catch that. But I felt really strong and resilient and I was mindful of my biofield. And it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. The way that you have described it and explained it. And from the quantum physics point of view, it absolutely makes sense. Yes. One other important 
point I would like to make, and I will ask you to, to talk to it, how critically important it is in maintaining our health and well-being at all levels. Stress. Yes. Can you talk to stress, please? Brilliant question, Anna. Yeah. So let's understand energetically what stress is. So stress can be perceived or real. But let's think back to back in the day. I mean, really, thousands, tens of thousands of years ago, our autonomic nervous system was um, evolved to ensure that when we were in danger, for example, there's a saber toothed tiger, we were able to fight or flee. And of course, there is another response, which is freeze. But that is our fight, flight or freeze response. And so that was developed when occasionally we experience danger. But most of the time, as kind of hunter gatherers, we were in our state of relaxation. Our system is actually designed to be in a state, the parasympathetic, the relaxation state, 80% of the time for peak wellness. So now let's fast forward to the modern world. That fight, flight or freeze system how does that go off? That goes off if you're living a busy life. That goes off if you've got to get the kids to school at nine o'clock, you've got to work your job, you've got things pinging on your phone. You know, we are not necessarily evolved for the pace of modern life, but we absolutely can evolve our energies because when we have some simple tools and techniques, and I can share some of them with you on this Um, Mm. on this session sure it absolutely gives you the empowerment to regularly release the energy of stress out of the tank and in Chinese medicine there is an energy system that fuels your fight or flight and that's called triple warmer you don't need to remember that name it doesn't matter but that essentially is your adrenaline response and it is the energy of alert all your cells go into this cell danger response. So almost imagine them like go go microscopic into your cells. Imagine your cells in this cell danger response. They're psyche, they're sort of, they're spiky. That's what I was going to say. They kind of go like, I'm on alert. I'm not letting anything in. Does that facilitate a smooth flow of energy in your body? No. No. So by learning some simple tools to, release the stress response, bring the blood back to your forebrain, for example, when we feel panic, up to 80% of the blood leaves your forebrain. Some really... That's so we can't think. Exactly. We are stressed out. Totally, yeah. because you're designed, all that blood is going into your body so you can run away or you can fight the saber-toothed tiger. But in the modern world, you need to experience a level of stress and be able to think clearly. So what can we do energetically? And there are definitely things we can do. So does that answer your question? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. So could you give us a couple of techniques verbally? Of course. This is an audio recording, not a video. So (laughs) if you could describe for our listeners what they could do to release stress. Yeah, absolutely. Could you give us a couple of quick techniques? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll give you two. And the first one is so obvious. You'll probably be like, Nicola, is that really a technique? But it is. (laughs) And I always think it's good to keep it simple. 
So the first one I'm going to share is really simple, but the second one is more specifically unique um, to energy points. And it's really simple as well. So the first one, scientifically proven to have the biggest impact on our emotions. And again, think of emotions as vibration. So just hold that in mind. Emotions are a frequency, a vibration. You might be familiar with that phrase, I have butterflies in my tummy. Mm. What does that tell us? It's like, oh, it's that nervous excitement. It's you're experiencing a vibration in your stomach. So that tells us that emotions are actually experienced as vibration in our body, whether we really um, recognize that or not. Some are more obvious than others. That's why we have phrases like I have butterflies in my tummy. So emotions of vibration, what moves energy and what regulates your state of vibration? And the very simple answer is breath. As soon as we are able to bring conscious awareness to our breathing, and if at any point we're starting to feel like, oh God, I'm getting a bit overwhelmed, I've got quite a lot to do, taking that moment, step away from wherever you are and just start to in and out through your nose, very slowly and deeply and making the exhale a little bit longer than the inhale, that is the fastest way to change your rate of vibration, emotions of vibration. Therefore, it brings coherence between the rhythm of your heart, that massive electrical generator in your body and your brain. So the heart is 60 times electrically more powerful than your brain. When that is in sync, you feel calm and breath moves energy. So that is the first number one non-negotiable tool, conscious awareness of your breath, deep, slow breathing. Just a quick question on this note. The HeartMath Institute promotes this um, particular technique with one little difference. They say that while you're breathing, Place your attention on your heart and imagine that you are breathing in and out through your heart space to start that coherence between your heart and the brain. Is that part necessary or you can just do without it? So I would say that will make it more powerful because, again, let's go into the three planes of existence physical, emotional, mental. Within the mental plane of existence is thought, intention and focus. So that is the finest form of vibration, but it is really powerful. So when we also use our intention, our focus to take our awareness and our breath into the center of our chest, absolutely, that will make a more powerful coherence. And I actually do that as the setup for every single client session that I do. It is always releasing the energy of mind. I use some specific techniques to do that and then go into the center of your chest and breathe into that space. So absolutely, if you want to create a more powerful impact, that will definitely do it. Where focus goes, energy flows. So you are sending your energy into your heart space. So yeah, I think that's a brilliant addition and certainly, um, yeah, definitely recommend that too. Absolutely. And thank you. You are explaining it so well and in such a simple way, so easy to understand. So thank you so much because I think and I feel that these are really important 
teachings, if you like, for people to know about and to hear about and techniques to understand and apply. What's the second one? Yeah, thank you, Anna, and you're so welcome. Um, You know, let's keep it simple. Energy is your birthright. It's like simple is the way to go. It's not complicated. It is the foundation of our being. So the second tool I want to share, which is more specific in terms of accessing some points on your body, which are really straightforward, everyone can find them. And I'll give you a story as well about how Donna, Donna Eden, um, recognized the profound power of these points after I share them. So these are called neurovascular points. Neuro means nervous system. Vascular means blood vessels. So what we are doing with these points is creating a flow of blood up to the surface of the skin where these points are, which moves energy through your nervous system. It is an emotional release. It is opening the tap in your nervous system imagine your nervous system is this tank it's got full up open the tap let's release that drain that so we have space and calm and these points are found on your forehead so if you go to the middle of your eyebrows and then go up about an inch depending on how big your forehead is there's two points up from the middle of your eyebrows kind of in the middle of your forehead Now, those are the frontal neurovascular points. They positively impact all the meridians and your entire energy system. And you might intuitively use those points. Have you ever um, heard some shocking news and gone, oh, my God, and put your hand on your forehead? Yeah. That is because your body knows energy. It knows in a state of panic or shock you need to bring balance to your system. So it is as simple as holding one palm over your forehead, which covers those two points, or you can hold both hands over your forehead, however you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Just know that by bringing a palm over your forehead, you are covering those frontal neurovascular points. You are releasing stress energy from your system. So doing some deep breathing, I would say hold those points for minimum a minute but you can hold them if you were lying on the sofa I definitely like to do energy medicine lying down um, on a regular basis lying down on the sofa in bed with your head on a pillow just prop your arm up and bring your palm on your forehead Mm. you could lie there for 30 40 minutes and it resets the emotional balance and your nervous system beautiful in fact this reminds me I have seen Many parents who I think are doing this intuitively, when they want to calm down their little children, they would put their hand over the the child's forehead and it calms the child down. Yes, exactly. We intuitively know this. Yeah, they just do it intuitively to calm down. Oh, how beautiful. I I didn't know about those two points. I mean, I... I knew that it would calm me down, but I didn't have the background. So thank you. So that is what's actually happening. And when we bring our conscious awareness to the depth of the fact that you are moving energy through your nervous system, you are opening the tap. You are letting that stress energy out of the tank. It creates a more powerful response because you're bringing your mental level of energy into play. So they are really powerful. And the story I wanted to share about Donna is... 
way before she'd even started eating energy medicine she was working in a home for um that had people with mental health issues and I think it was like her first or second day she was like a nursing assistant and she went into a room where a lady was um lying down and the lady didn't say anything but Donna intuitively saw that she could support her and she just put her palm on the lady's forehead and she just sat there with that for like 30 35 minutes just offering her comfort the lady wasn't saying anything and then a nurse walked past the room and looked in and was like oh oh hang on a minute what no you shouldn't be in here oh no this lady hasn't um spoken for two years and then the woman sat up and was like hello my name's Susan and started having a conversation wow so that is an example of how incredibly profound the deepest aspects of your nervous system could be chock full and that enabled the release. So don't underestimate how powerful they are just by their simplicity. Yeah. If you enjoyed this Quantum Living podcast, why not try my guided theta meditations or my Quantum Living coaching program, which will further help you achieve your goals on your life's journey. Visit quantumliving.com.au today. You'll be glad you did. how sensitive and how se- so you don't need even to tap on those points no tapping all you need to do is to touch them exactly and just very lightly no pressure and you're just looking to connect to the sensation of when you start to feel that pulse you feel the blood pulsing and allow that you know that is the mechanics of the movement of energy in that physical way so just let that pulsing run Um, And sometimes, yeah, as I said, I hold those for like 30 minutes, but sometimes just for a couple of minutes. It depends. Wow. Oh, thank you so much for sharing this. This is amazing. I'm loving it. You're so welcome. No, not at all. And I've got um, a free mini video series, like literally each video is five minutes. It's four videos. If anyone wants access, I've got a little masterclass which goes in depth to those points. And yeah, if anyone wants to see that, I can share the link. Um, as I said, that's a free little mini masterclass. So you're more than welcome to it's that it's that one and two other moves. It's like three two absolute toolkit for your energy tool techniques and tools. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And yes, and I will obviously include in the show notes all the links that I've got from you to uh, to your website, your social media, and, and those little videos. And yes, so that people can access. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. We are not done yet. We we, <laughs> we still have so much to to talk about. What is the emotion code? Yeah. So. Um, having been through my Eden energy medicine training, I recognized, although there was a big capacity for addressing emotional um, vibrations through understanding the resonance of different organs in the body are likely to hold different emotions from the Chinese way of understanding. But I was really looking for something really diagnostic, really at a level where it could give me some additional precision for identifying and releasing emotions for people. And um, I read an article about how emotions are inherited. And this is a scientific research study. And they 
took some mice where they actually shocked the mice with a little electric shock. And at the same time, they exposed them to the smell of cherry blossom. So for those mice, the smell of cherry blossom corresponded with a little electric shock. So imagine that's kind of coded in their nervous system. Then they bred the mice. They didn't expose the next generation to the same um, environmental circumstance. They bred the mice again. And when they exposed that second generation to the only the smell of cherry blossom, they experienced a nervous system reaction. Mm -hmm. So that is a scientific way for us to understand that emotional energy can be inherited just like DNA. And that really led me to seek out something that could give me a diagnostic way to, with precision to release trapped emotions, whether they're within our lifetime or inherited. And the incredible individual, Dr. Bradley Nelson, who has put together this modality that has been absolutely channeled um, the emotion code, that is where I um, went through uh, certification training to learn how to identify and assess up to 60 different emotional vibrations within the body and also assess exactly when they were trapped at what age or whether they're inherited and then release them again in the quantum field. I can do this with clients anywhere in the world. And that is so powerful. I've got a great story I can share about someone I've been working with recently um, in a moment. Please, please do. So um, this is Um, a girl we just released one emotion recently and she um, came along to something recently and just left me a message saying I've been meaning to tell you for some time how much our energy session changed for me this was using the emotion code I literally don't have that energy of overwhelm I carried all my life anymore how cool is that Uh, I was surprised at the drastic change, more noticeable than I would have believed. So thank you. I mean, how incredible is that? The vibration of overwhelm, which is like a lens of perception, that vibration is released and we make space for a more integrated and divine truth within her being. This is so powerful, really powerful. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Let's dive even deeper. (laughs) When we talked earlier on, um, you mentioned the law of reflection. And from our conversation, I understand that this is about being confronted in our life with the issues that we need to work on within ourselves. So could you please explain further what it is and how does it relate to the law of attraction? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Great question, Anna. Thank you. So I would say uh, lots of people are very familiar with the law of attraction. Um, That seems to have, you know, had some good marketing. And Mm -hmm. so um, (laughs) that essentially is creating the vibration. You know, someone's done a PR job on that one. Um, So that is essentially creating the vibration of abundance within yourself, that unlimited creative life force that attracts to you. Um, the, that manifestation that um, uh, that shows up in your external world. But before we even get into activating the law of attraction, we need to take a step back and we need to understand the law of reflection. And I would say the law of reflection is shadow work. And I mentioned shadow earlier on in the call. So just to clarify what that is, that is aspects of ourselves that are denied, disowned. 
And it is also holding the understanding that within each and every one of us is the whole. So it is knowing that as much as we experience an expanse of love, we also have the capacity to hate within ourselves. And it is when we acknowledge any repressed anger, bitterness, resentment, that we can truly acknowledge our full magnificence. So if you want to activate the law of abundance fully, we have to first go to the law of reflection. And that shows up in your life, learning about the mechanics of consciousness, you are a vibration what is showing up in your external life is a mirror. The vibration of you is drawing you to or drawing to you things which are showing you disowned parts of yourself in the Mm. way that if something has a charge, if something is emotionally pushing your button and you're like, what? Why is that so? (laughs) Why is that so destabilizing for me? That is your shadow. That is the law of reflection. So as soon as Mm. you recognize and bring self-awareness to that, it's almost like, hang on a minute, I'm me. And then suddenly this takes over. And what is going on there? That is a classic law of reflection shadow work. And it is a gift. So that is a beginning to understand the law of reflection, everything is a mirror showing you yourself. Mm -hmm. So then how do you address it? How do you remove it? How do you heal it? How do you resolve it? Resolving it is about making space to acknowledge that something is creating a charge within you. And we need to bring it into the light of awareness. And something like the emotion code is the simple, effortless way to do that. Um, it really is so powerful. So it's maybe you need to get help. Maybe you can work through it yourself with journaling or seeing where you are judging another, where we judge others, we are only actually judging ourselves. So an example of a workshop where it was doing shadow work and it's like this guy is like really annoyed that people at his girlfriend was always late. He's like, I can't believe she's always late. Um, and she was showing up to things to meet him like, you know, an hour or sometimes even two hours late, which is pretty, you know, that's not ideal. But then everyone in the workshop was like, <laughs> but you've been five or 10 minutes late to the start of every session. So you're getting so annoyed about her being late, but you're actually being late. It might not be as late as her, but you're finding that so annoying and you don't think you're doing something similar. So that is a classic example on a very like small fun scale, how where we judge, we are actually judging ourselves. And it's like, Mm. yeah, being super crystal clear about that and just taking some time to investigate that. But I would definitely say working with people who can help you facilitate that process is the fast track to transcendence.
Yes, and in fact, I work on this concept in my coaching programs with my clients. Amazing. Perhaps not using the same terminology, but the concept of releasing judgment and criticism and seeing in what we are being presented with in life as something that we need to work with our within ourselves and address it at that level. In this particular example with the gentleman in your workshop, what happened then afterwards? An aha moment. <laughs> so he had a realization. He actually, yeah, he had an absolute breakthrough because it was suddenly in his in the light of awareness for him. And that's an example of how it is possible to facilitate um, a breakthrough just at the mental plane of existence. But what I find is actually it is the emotional plane of existence that needs work. And that's why I feel energy work is the last frontier in modern medicine. Um, it really is the most powerful way. It's the deepest, deepest way you can get to. And you don't even have to articulate. You may not even be aware what the emotion is that's connected to this circumstance in your life. So for example, I ran a workshop on Wednesday it was on the theme of forgiveness. And a lady um, shared that I am having trouble forgiving myself because um, of something that happened with my husband. I ended up cheating on my husband and I just regretted it so much and it resulted in the breakdown of my marriage and I've never been the same since. So I tuned into her mm -hmm. and I said, before we go into the healing temple of light, which is... Um, where I work with a team called the Spirit Doctors, I said, let's release the most powerful emotion, the priority emotion that's in the way of you opening up to the energy of forgiveness before we go into this healing temple of light. And so using the emotion code and the chart of the 60 different emotions, we assessed that the emotion was lost. So you might think that from that circumstance, it would be guilt or um, you know, bitterness, who knows, you don't know. But actually, what came up was the vibration, the information as vibration of lost. And afterwards, she was like, Oh, my God, that's it. That's exactly where I go when I feel out of control, or that I feel lost, you've absolutely hit it on the head. And she did not have to articulate that. When she said, This is the issue, I feel stuck. I assessed I was like, it's lost. We released it. We went into the healing temple of light. And then she was like, oh, my God, that's it. That's exactly it. I've never put that into words before. So that's how powerful energy work can be. Wow, absolutely. Now, you just mentioned working in the temple of light, I believe, with spirit guides or other spiritual beings, Yeah. which is a very nice segue to my next question. <laughs> what does it mean to be an energy intuitive? Could you talk to this for a moment? Yeah, absolutely, Anna. And um, just to clarify, as I said before, for most of my life, I had no idea I was an energy intuitive. But I strongly believe that everyone is born as an energy intuitive. We just then go down a different route of being within our mental frame of reference. So just as we can train to be an accountant, everyone can train to be an energy intuitive. But and some people are born and they're naturally cracked open that way. So they maintain that connection to their intuitive senses. So I went through a slightly different route. I had no idea and I had to forget everything I'd learned and reconnect to the truth of my being to 
understand that capacity that I had within myself. And it is about refining our energy field as a sender and receiver of information. So being an energy intuitive is the ability to send and receive information either in person or at a distance, just as you would receive a phone call on your mobile phone. You and I could speak from, you know, the UK to Australia. I could receive your voice instantaneously at a distance. That's essentially how energy can travel at a distance instantaneously. It's on a wave. Everything is interconnected. So everyone has the capacity to be an energy intuitive. But of course, if you devote your life to it, you're going to develop a greater power and refinement of those capabilities. And that's what I'm doing for the past 10, 11, 12 years. I've been completely committed to doing the work on myself, doing my shadow work, going so deep within nourishing myself to wholeness that I can hold a container that offers that depth to allow others to meet themselves in that way. So I think that's a really important point. How deep have you gone with your personal work that really reflects the consciousness, the field that you have the capacity to hold. And in terms of the intuitive aspect, this is where people have different ways of receiving information. Sometimes they receive words. Sometimes they receive the feeling in their body that could be called kinesthetic. Sometimes the information comes as actual visual um, aspects in their third, in their mind's eye. So however you receive information intuitively is completely unique to you. It's not necessarily about visualizing. I don't, I'm not, you know, Mm -hmm. my third eye sense, it's not really about being visual. It's um, a knowing, a felt sense. And so when we go into this healing temple of light, which I use with all my clients now, I just, we have a sense of what's happening in their energy body, in their light body, different chakras or different symbols or um, different elements will come forward as I'm supported to work with these clients in that way. So yeah, that's my connection to being an energy intuitive. And then also the modality like the emotion code. And when I tap in from an Eden energy perspective, I use a form of biofeedback muscle testing. I'm asking yes or no answers from the field or the vibration of that person to ascertain, is it this emotion? Is it this emotion? Yes or no. And depending on the flow of energy in my body, I've connected in a specific way, I receive that answer, yes or no. Beautiful. So Nicola, what's next on the agenda? Planning any new adventures or training programs? What's happening? Yeah, so um, I'm working up to, um, there's going to be a retreat in Mallorca um, next March. So there will be an in-person retreat, which will be held with the Spirit Doctor team, which is an aspect of my work. Um, I'm going through a year-long immersion process at the moment with them. So that is my next in-person offering. But I also do do monthly free online guided energy healings. The time, I think for Australia, they're 8 p.m. in um, 
Central Europe. So I think that's a bit early in the morning for Australia, but I might change the times on those um, sometime. So um, then I'm, I might do one every three months where there's an opportunity for the Australian time zone to plug in. So that is a way to experience an hour long live guided energy healing where we do a blend of all the tools that I have in my toolkit. I have to tell you, my audience is all over the world. Okay. So it's in the US, it's in Europe, in, in South America, in Asia, awesome. in Australia, all over the world. Amazing. So, of course. I don't um, know why I said, of course, you're not just in Australia. <laughs> it's a podcast. That was a bit silly. Um, <laughs> yeah, perfect. All over the world. All over the world. But thank you for the thought. It would be lovely. Obviously, the time difference is bit tricky in terms of live events do you tape them are they available to be accessed afterwards so the upcoming series that I've planned so the next one is on the 1st of September the next one on the 6th of October actually I've been guided and I specifically asked is this something that I need to send a replay out of or is it live only and I was absolutely given the answer that for this instance it is live only so for the next six months once a month they are live only um but I that may change in the future so and that's on my Facebook page under events um you can register it's via zoom but you do need to register okay lovely once again I will include all the links on on the show notes so people will be able to find you so Nicola wow we, we could be talking all day. <laughs> I totally agree. I know you're uh, so fascinating as well. So thank you for holding space. It's uh, such a joy to uh, <laughs> be with you. It's really fun. I've got one final question to ask. What would be your key message, key takeaway for our listeners that will raise their vibration? Yeah. So it's about expanding our perception and expanding our awareness. And that comes with the first conscious understanding that energy is all there is that is a fact of physics and while we are experiencing the finite limitations of our physical body and having an emotional experience on earth there is a transcended unlimited aspect of our energy that has an infinite capacity and so that means you can be the powerful creator of your reality so I would like to leave with that saying Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to to have you on Quantum Living. And I'm sure that there is something for everyone, every listener in what you have just shared with us. Such beautiful, beautiful knowledge and such high energy information and unconditional love. So thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you so much. Namaste. That's all for today, folks. If you enjoyed the show, please share it online and post a review on Apple Podcasts to encourage others to listen to it and help raise the vibrations across the world and the universe. For the show notes and contact details, please go to my website at quantumliving.com.au. I'm your host, Anna Anderson. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be well.